in five, four, three, two, I, Carly, one. Welcome back to the Magic Blitz podcast, the podcast that is uncensored, but very good. We talk about all things the theme park industry, we talk about Disney, we talk about Universal, we talk about SeaWorld. My name is Josh, I am the host, and I am joined, as always, by the O-Town Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, from North Carolina, give it up for Nikki Klaus. How are you doing, Nikki Klaus? What is going on, everyone? Great to be here. I'm excited to get started. Yes, we are all excited to go with the one and the only Drew Thompson. How you doing, Drew Thompson? Hey, what's going on? I am feeling good, living large, ready for another episode. Yes, we all are. And last but certainly not least, all the way up in the smallest state, we got Ziggy Carlson. How you doing, Ziggy Carlson? I am doing great. Great to be here. Glad to be back. Took some time off. We're ready to go. Yes, we did take some time off. It's been a little bit of a problem getting us all on the same schedule. But we are back and better than ever. But you know who's not doing better than ever? Disney, Disney World. Oh, oh got um, Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about all uh, of Disney's, what's been going on, uh, talk about a little bit about the low crowds that they've been dealing with. Epcot's been undergoing construction stuff. Skyliner cast previews have started. And yeah, just a lot going on in the Disney news. We'll talk about a little bit about Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Their big ticketed event has started. And uh, Drew will talk specifically to SeaWorld a little bit later in the episode. But uh, Nikki Klaus, you got... SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> SeaWorld, we're always coming for you. Uh, Klaus, you know a little bit about the uh, Disney and the low crowds and um, what's really going on. Why don't you let the people know what's going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, we haven't really recorded in a while, so a lot to talk about. Uh, first off, like you said, uh, low crowds on both coasts. Uh, it's been a problem. Diz Twitter has been popping off about Disney not having anybody in their parks right now. I don't really see it as a big issue. I think this is always a low time for them right now. Um, but obviously with Galaxy's Edge open on both coasts, maybe it's a little bit of a kind of a red flag, but uh, I'll throw it to you guys. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think, I mean, I was talking to somebody and they said September and November are always the slowest months. I mean, everybody just went back to school. Um, nobody, like summer just ended. Nobody's planning a vacation. I know Galaxy's Edge just ended, or just opened, so, like, you're seeing all the locals come out and whatnot, but, like, the low crowd, like, this is, this is slow season, so I don't know what, uh, what everyone is expecting. This well, is, like, with, normal for this time of year. Yeah, exactly, and with Galaxy's Edge, I mean, it was just kind of a culmination of a lot of things that really did it in for Disney. I mean, we're looking at, uh, at Florida, I mean, Hurricane Dorian really scared people away. Yeah, they, absolutely. They did, they did not want to be there for that. A lot of cancellations. Um, people don't want to be there when Rise of the Resistance isn't open. Um, just a lot yeah, of absolutely. lot of different yeah, a lot of different factors that came into play for that. So um, I, I think in maybe three months, five months, we're we're going to be laughing at having this conversation because it's probably going to be packed there. So we'll see. Ziggy, what also, do you think? Also, I'm thinking. Is if everyone's there, are they at Galaxy's Edge? If you think about it, if you're at Disney World and you're not there, like, why? So like, why would you be anywhere else, really? Why waste your time when you could be there? I think everyone's there; they're getting there. So yeah. everywhere else, just by how it happens, is it's not going to have as much people. And I don't know why everyone freaks out when they don't have like people. If there was too many people, they exactly. Now there's too little people, and they're like, "Where's all the people?" And yeah, you guys exactly. calm down for once. That's yeah, count, all I want to say your to all those people. Yes, enjoy it with your white exactly. trash family. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Um, well, Josh and Drew, you guys were at Galaxy's Edge, what, last week, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, last week. How was that? How many, were there a lot of people or no? It, it I, I want to say, like, I know we were there for the cast previews. It didn't seem like, like it was busier than cast previews, but not all that much busier. Like, I, we waited, uh, we waited about 10 minutes. Run. We waited about 10 minutes in the single rider line to do, oh, okay. uh, Smuggler's Run. Yeah. The actual wait time was, or the quoted wait time was 45 minutes. Um, it was, I will say, walking around, it is busy. Yeah. Like, there are people there. It's just, a vi- it, everything's very, like, wide and, like, separated. So, it's, like, like Oga's Canteen still has a wait outside. There's still a line yeah, for all just, of that. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Um, Smuggler's Run is still the queue. Like, you're still waiting outside. You're not walking all the way inside, which, for the cast previews, we did. It's still yeah. busy. It just doesn't seem as busy because they there's so many pods that you could get into in Smuggler's Run. They have you right. cycling through so quickly. It's unbelievable how fast they do. And that's, again, we mentioned it before. This is a second ride. Rise of Resistance will 100% have a, over a 100-minute wait every single day. Easily. Yeah, I mean, to, to if you want to look at it from another angle, uh, this would be like opening up Pandora, but only having Navi River Journey open. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, like it, people would go. Be cool. They would buy people, you'd, the you'd food. Go. You'd buy the food. You would go. You might ride it once, but then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's not obviously not the e-ticket attraction. So once Rise of the Resistance opens up, you're going to see people... Uh, flooding to the complete land because the land at that point will be complete so that's just uh my two cents on that topic yeah yeah it's um real interesting um we'll take the uh skyliner over to epcot and we'll come back to talking about a little bit more about the skyliner but um we'll go over to epcot which R.I.P. Club Cool and the no! fountain of so, so nations all of us um if you haven't heard, Epcot is undergoing a major overhaul to kind of bring that park up to 2019, 2020 standards. Um, it, they've so far taken out of taken out Character Spot, which where you can meet Minnie, Mickey, and Goofy at. Uh, they've taken out Club Cool, which was a Coca-Cola sponsored drink station where you could try flavors from around the world yes sorry you could flavors from around the world hot spot is what i called it yeah hot spot Uh, sticky floor hot spot sticky floor lots (laughs) going on on that floor um but yeah so that is all blocked off stickier (laughs) that is all blocked off now um it's awful like like it is just Traffic flow wise, traffic flow is awful. Illuminations is at ten o'clock on weekends or Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Mm -hmm. It's happening at ten o'clock. When people are trying to leave, Illuminations ends at the end of September. So that's a lot of people are trying to get in their Illuminations fix before it's gone. It was so when Andy and I left Friday night, it was was so busy just getting out, and I've never seen Epcot like that because everyone has to go around these construction walls, and then at the very front of the park, you have the Leave a Legacy stones, which they haven't, which are gone, but they haven't moved everything like the construction walls gone out, so it's just a mess. You're trying, you're on the right side, walking away from like avoiding like going through Mouse Gear. And then you're on the left side because the Leave a Legacy Stone construction is still going on. It's a mess. It's I get it's going to be for the next, pro- I don't know, probably year. Yeah. But yeah, easily. It's just, it's, easily just, a year. it's just a pain right now. And I think that might be playing into the fact that not a lot of people are there. Locals aren't coming. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, um, food and wine is gonna be busy on weekends, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides that, yeah, no, but maybe um, not. when I I got there, when I showed up to Epcot, uh, I don't know if you felt the same way, uh, Josh, but when I got there, um, it was like mid afternoon, and I was like making my way uh, to the World Showcase, 
and just like walking like getting to the world showcase from the entrance i was like holy shit this fucking sucks yeah it is and it wasn't even that busy it was just the inconvenience of all the walls and whatnot um with like i'd say light flow i would say yes i would say we've all we've always talked about how magic kingdom is just a big inconvenience having to park at the ttc and then oh, monorail over. epcot's up there epcot's 100 percent now up there i would say probably the easiest park to get to is either animal kingdom or hollywood studios at the moment well that yeah and it's just i agree it's just been a pain but um we talked about the skyliner just briefly um why don't we go to drew um Give us a little bit of take on the Skyliner. I know cast previews have started. Um, what do you know about it? Um, yeah, so uh, the cast previews were just for transportation cast members, and then they opened it up to Hollywood Studios cast members. The uh, rest of the, like the whole cast previews are going to be the 23rd to the 26th. And then when does um, it open? When does Skyliner open, officially open? 29th of september so just a couple days before uh it opens they'll be doing some previews so this is super exciting um actual guests on the well, guests but actual like people on the skyliner um and it's uh it's gonna be really cool really really exciting times tell us yeah. about the coffee there is a joffrey's coffee shop at the entrance of the caribbean beach station so That's i wonder how disney got around not got around but how they have joffrey's and starbucks joffrey's just outside the parks usually at the gates like at epcot and then they have starbucks right inside the gates i don't know how they have that corporate sponsorship deal in place that doesn't make sense to me but joffrey's just like disney's name for coffee yeah no joffrey's is, no joffrey's is, is it like coffee. a real yeah it's well, just yeah, like I, real maybe uh, i don't know Hey. I'm not strange, but anyway, so that was just my, just popped in my. But head they have right Joffrey's in like World Showcase too, inside too. You they can they have them, They have Joffrey's in the parks. Like there's a Joffrey's in Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. There's Joffrey's in Epcot. They're around. They're just people know Starbucks. People are scared to try Joffrey's. They know Starbucks, so I'm oh, sure yeah, no. Disney, they I'm should sure just they should just ask Joffrey's. To be quite honest, yeah, I'm sure Disney was like. Hey Starbucks, do you guys want to make a boatload of money? And and Starbucks was yeah. But also, course. it's kind of annoying because when you're in the parks before you just saw Joffrey's, you're like, oh, that's like Disney, and then it was like you're in like a different world. Now you're there and you see a friggin' green circle with the girl in it, and you're like, wow, I'm back where I thought I was. So you know, just kind of ruins that immersion, which it always comes back to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so some more stuff which we'll get into. Um, Disney's been a lot of like business news. Um, we'll talk about the scent patent patent that uh, they just filed for. Uh, they purchased a studio that uh, well, they'll be able to like, yeah, film stuff out, which will be a big, huge one. They've yeah. already shot a lot of movies there, but a lot of other movies shoot there too, and now they can't shoot there anymore. Like, the James Bond 007 movies, they shoot there. Not allowed to be shot there anymore. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, we'll talk about that. And then, I would say a big reason why this studio has been purchased is because the streaming service is on the horizon. Oh, yeah. And um, Apple just had their keynote where they announced their streaming service. Uh, uh, Apple Plus, of course. Um, it's gonna be four ninety nine, rivaling Disney's six ninety nine. Um, it the only thing that Apple has going for them is it's Apple, and it'll be very minimalistic, and a lot of people will have will. Everyone will get it because it's Apple. Yep. The only thing is, yeah, they. I just don't understand what what are they gonna have on there. Like so just they're gonna, whatever they, shows aren't on Netflix, whatever shows yeah, aren't on already, Hulu, and then they're, they're already own. developing uh, their own original content right now. I think they announced they announced their first one, but I forget who was in it. It's a big name. They, but, uh, so so far they announced um, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and 
um, blanking on the other name, but it is like a morning talk show show, but it's Jennifer Aniston's return to TV um, since Friends, so that's big. That's got a lot of hype surrounding it. From there, Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman, who was Cal Drogo in Cal Drogo, Cal Drogo yeah. in Game of Thrones. Um, he's gonna be in this. Uh, we've seen him series. from every angle. Yeah, the, he's gonna be in the series called uh, C. Um, it looks interesting. Um, Apple's throwing a lot of money into it, um, but again no one's really gonna be able to rival Disney's huge library that they're bringing to the platform. And then also on top of that, having the new original series that they're bringing. But we'll talk a little bit about uh, that quickly. Uh, Bob Iger, who CEO of the Walt Disney Company, resigned from the Apple board because of the conflict of interest with the streaming services which I didn't really think was that big of a deal since Apple kind of makes their money off of like their products, meaning like their iPhones and the MacBooks and stuff like that. So I didn't really see why he needed to resign from it, but well, I understand it's the directly correlated to the streaming. He even said like he can't, he yeah. can't work on there. But going back to the streaming thing is it, I've been reading a lot about this stuff. There was Apple announcing that they're, opening prices at 499 is absolutely massive because that really just puts netflix on an island where they're like we don't have anything i mean charging i think what are they charging 12.99 or something the yeah ba- something like that the basic yeah, package, i mean the basic netflix package i looked it up is 8.99 that said yeah. if you're wanting to use it on your computer and your phone and your tv you're paying twelve ninety nine for Netflix. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, Netflix. Yeah, twelve ninety nine. You get nothing basically for it. I mean, they just got Seinfeld today from Hulu, which is owned by Disney. For that one's I think, big. It's a big yeah, one. Yeah, Hulu paid uh, Sony. I think because Sony owns the rights to Seinfeld uh, for the one hundred fifty million dollars a year or something. So um, it's crazy. And uh, yeah, right when. Apple announced their stock price, or once Apple announced the uh, streaming price of their new streaming platform, Netflix and Disney's stock price absolutely dropped, um, especially Netflix. But uh, I mean, it's interesting to see. I mean, with everything going on, everyone's getting a streaming platform. Uh, streaming wars have just begun. So we'll see. I have yes. a quick point. We're yes. so, and we're worried about the other streaming services, but you know who's really cleaning the crap out of their pants Ooh. cable verizon fios oh, oh yeah it's, infinity. It's, it's the whole cord the whole cutting movement yeah it's, it's literally it's literally like what the f are we gonna do people have been talking about cord cutting ever since netflix came to fruition and now that literally i mean disney plus apple amazon prime all these places are popping up that you can have kind of an a la carte option when it yeah, comes to what you watch, exactly. cable mm-hmm. cables really suffered from it. You're not going to pay thousand dollars or whatever a month for cable when you can just pay a, kind of a subscription, and then you can also you can subscribe to this for a month. You can subscribe to ESPN for a month. It's kind of you can pick and choose what you watch. So it's it's cables also on the on the fritz. Yeah, I think cables on its way out, and while. Um, while everyone wants a piece of the streaming pie, um, I think what it's really going to come down to is uh, original content. And I know um, that's what is kind of doing Netflix in um, because, or, or that's, that's what, I'm sorry, that's what's helping Netflix stay afloat because they're getting things literally picked apart uh, from yeah. their streaming service. Like the office is gone, I know, or, or is going to be gone, and that's big office uh i think parks and rec is going to be gone parks and rec. Uh, everything another, yeah there's another big one um, so but all these things are getting taken out and it, it's going to be stripped down to the original content so shows like um master of none great show stranger things, uh, stranger things. mind hunters uh, yeah sure, mind hunters there's so we we i talked about this that Netflix 
has like they have you have your like people like Stranger Things. You have your little cult followings for each shows. The only thing that I think is a a big problem about Netflix that is why they will fail or fail soon is Stranger Things. You you get a season which people binge watch in the in two days every year. So by the time it comes back around, you've already forgot about it. Master None, I could not tell you when the last what happened in the last episode because it was more than a year ago. Which, which then they're losing people because uh. in that year you're like, oh, I could go over to Disney, which has this huge library along with these these shows, and as we mentioned before, Disney's original content will be being released on Mondays and every Monday throughout mm-hmm. the fall or every Tuesday throughout the fall, which is a great idea. I don't know why Netflix hasn't taken that. They clearly have the ability to. They do yeah. it with other shows. They do it with like Hasan Minhaj, his uh, political show, uh, his political comedy show. They do that every Sunday. I don't know why I people want, people love to binge watch. And I just think that ultimately will come back to bite Netflix. In, yeah. in the, the, d- the days of binge watching are over. Yeah, I mean, the days yeah. of binge watching yeah, are numbered over. Or, or, or over because they're realizing, um, well, that was okay when, like, people were still, like, heavily invested in cable. When everybody's on streaming, it's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. So, also, also Netflix keep them coming back. Yeah, Netflix yeah. has uh, increased their spending for original content by a billion dollars, I think, this quarter. So they're, uh, Holy shit. they're ramping up. So. Well... Netflix has been ramping up their their entertainment costs, but Disney has been cutting their entertainment costs. Whoa. Segways, we love them. Uh, Nikki Klaus, you want to go into a little bit about the entertainment cuts or Ziggy, whoever would like to talk about it? I would love to. Um, so the first news we had about this was, uh, I think, out of Disneyland. I know the Pixar Philharmonic. I think uh, ended its show. There's another show out there I can't remember. I think it was the Trolley Car Show or something. A couple of the shows have ended, um, and then just recently we got news about um, two shows on the East Coast closing. Um, one was oh the uh, Muppet Show. What's that show called? Great. Muppets Presents. Yeah, Muppets yeah, Presents. Yeah. Great Muppets moments present. in history by the Muppets. Yeah, I've never watched. I, I walked no. by one day. I've only heard it. Uh, see, that that really surprised me that you haven't seen that one. I know. Class. That seems like it would be right up your alley. I'm a big history buff, but I don't want to hear about it from Kermit and Miss Piggy. I'd rather well, hear about it. Muppet Mobile Labs, like they, they oh, turned that into God. it. I got they had the Muppet, oh, R.I.P. to the Muppet Mobile Labs. <laughs> I hear that one got cut, too, to be quite honest. I think it got cut. I, I, I don't know if it got cut. But I just know, like, with all this, like, they cut all the space in Epcot. So since they axed all the space for the renovations, they squeezed out the Muppet Mobile Lab. And I think that is, that that is going unnoticed. And people need to, people need to rally around um, (laughs) Dr. Beaker. Steam. <laughs> it's Beaker and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. It's Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker, yeah. I swear. I swear I thought there was a steen in there somewhere. Bunsen <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honeydew steen. No, no steen. See, if you gave me a chance, I would have gotten the correct fruit this time. I was ready with honeydew. But anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, but... there was another, yeah, there was, there was another show. There was another show in Fantasyland. I don't, I don't, I've never heard of the show. I've never seen the show. It was like a four people troop thing. Uh, it had a lot of show times, but I don't think anybody watched it. So, but I, I mean, yeah. this is this entertainment cut is a direct correlation with uh, attendance numbers. I mean, if revenue is going to be done, you got to cut things somehow. So, and their construction costs are absolutely through the roof right now. So, yeah, you got to cut things when things are necessary. But uh, it sucks because you know these shows kind of add a little bit of character to the parks. I mean, if you look at World Showcase, they had the World Showcase players um, in uh, the UK Pavilion forever. And I don't think yeah. they I don't think they come out anymore. I know the citizens of Hollywood uh, in Hollywood studios, they don't come out as much. So kind of sucks to see these little cool little shows go away. But yeah, anywho. it's a uh, it's it's like 
they're they're not the biggest things, but they like add character yeah, to the parts. Exactly. Like and I think it's it's sad to see that go. Well, yeah. I will say we rip on Disney all we want about their dance parties, but that uh, that's I mean. It's what they like. At the end of the day, at the end of the now day, we don't have dance parties, and we're complaining. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shit. Hold on. Hold on. We've become so, our own worst enemy. Yeah. So we're becoming what we don't like. So. So I get that's, that's the end of the episode. Um. That's <laughs> no. Oh, and move it, move it, move it, shake it, dance it, mask it, dance it, whatever the hell it's called. Twice, it's only twice also a day. Cutting, yeah, cutting shows. So, um. Yeah. Speaking of dance parties, they have this dance party in Epcot. It was like a it might have been like a Brazilian thing. I don't fucking know. But it was the worst thing I've ever. Oh, I, it was the worst thing I've ever experienced. No, it was uh right near like. Uh, oh, I know what it was. Uh, in that area, it was. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was, but it was terrible. It, it was the worst thing I've ever experienced. This this man dancing with children and and the rats from Ratatouille were there. I just have to say, this is why I shit on dance parties because they are terrible. I don't want to see. I don't want to see fucking Remy and Emil and some random character attendant bumping and grinding around Epcot. Stop that. So and what? That is Andy's review yeah. of <laughs> so the rat stance. <laughs> what Andy is talking about is um, the Disney Junior dance party, which was. Wait, why is Disney Junior by Test Track? What the hell? I'll, I'll get to it. Hold on. Yeah, please so, get to that. I don't remember the exact area. It, no, so oh. what it was is Disney Junior Dance Party, um, which is in Hollywood Studios, is yeah. on weekends also coming over and being Emil and Remy's Disney Junior Dance Party, which with Disney uh, Radio Disney Presents. So pretty much what yeah, it is. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's like it's so much yeah, going on. A lot on. of people are presenting a lot of things that nobody wants. Yeah. <laughs> so pr- so pretty much, it's over by the uh, Interventions West okay. entrance uh, since yeah. there's nothing there anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And pretty much what it is is it's a stage. Emil, the Emil and Remy from Ratatouille. How, how do they get Ratatouille. those? How do they get the? Yeah. How do they get the two bros from Ratatouille to do this? Like, why? Why are those guys out of any? Because they are the official characters of Food and Wine, so that's why they're yeah. here. But uh, so, so pretty much what happens is place. they come out. Very... They pretty much come up and they dance, and then. At around eight to eight fifteen on Fridays and Saturdays, a Radio Disney emerging artist, which the person who performed the other night when Andy and I were there, her name was, um, like, I'm not sure, but it was one hundred percent a made up name, like Hannah Montana, like that's not her name, and she performed for forty five minutes to six year olds jumping and dancing. And it was just weird and awkward, and there's no reason for it, and it was just—it's yeah, it's just uncomfortable, and there's no reason for it. But it brings Andy. We mentioned this on our last episode. You want the kids out of Epcot? That's where they're going. I want gone. That's they're going to Remy. Remy and here's the thing, though. I, I have to cross through that area sometimes. So I want them completely out. I know I said get the kids out of Epcot. I mean, get them out. So the scent patent that has just been filed by Disney is real interesting. If you've ever been on Soarin', um, actually, I would not say if you've ever been on Soarin' because sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not there. But when you're uh, soaring over certain areas, it'll start to smell like... Fiji, or it'll smell in Soren over California. It would smell like oranges when you'd go over orange groves or orange fields. So um, when you go when you go over Epcot and the fireworks are going off, it smells like sulfur. It smells like home. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's a that's thing. Uh, Nikki class, you could talk a little bit more about really what it was, but it's yeah, pretty much yeah. That. I read the patent last week, so I kind of forget everything. But uh, from what I gathered from it, it's basically soaring on steroids. So you're kind of 
instead of getting absolutely blasted in the face with orange scent, like a fake artificial orange scent, uh, it's more like a gradual effect. So if you, it's mostly what it's going to be used for, what everyone's rumoring about, um, is uh, ratatouille. So when you go into a showroom, you'll gradually be introduced to a uh, smell, and then you can be gradually deintroduced from a smell. So uh, it's basically a more sophisticated Soren technology. So it'll be fun. I will that's, say uh, that's super interesting. Yeah, I will say that'll be cool if you're going through a fridge and you're smelling yeah. the grapes that you but, see. Up on the but take it with a grain of salt because a lot of things technology-wise that Disney patents doesn't really come to fruition in the park. So we'll see if it actually comes true. But this seems like a useful yeah, I mean, this definitely seems like one that would uh, that would directly apply to the park. So hopefully, yeah. uh, we'll stay tuned on that one. We will. Um, yeah, more more to come on that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be cool to see what more happens. More to come on there. the smellometer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something that I am furious about. Oh, me too. I know what you're gonna say. I'm gassed That's up. That's how about. you really feel. Yeah. Um. So if you've ever been to Disney and mm-hmm. you're on your phone. Mm-mm. And it starts to die. They well, have these awesome things called fuel rods, where you could buy mm. them and you could buy them no. in airports and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> at Disney, they're thirty dollars. At airports, they're like twenty to twenty-five. It really depends. And they built they're built as portable chargers that you can re uh, swap them for life and they're free swaps and you'll always have your phone charged now on the front of the kiosk uh the words free unlimited swaps are no more now it's just uh now it just says swappable i will say briefly before nikki klaus goes on his tangent about it that at at universal Every swap with your fuel rod is $3. I have never gone over to Universal to swap mine. I just say, oh, whatever. I'll go over to Disney and do it because it's free. If they're now going to be charging, that's real interesting. I might need to go all the way to MCO to swap out my fuel rods from now on. That's uh, that's, are you are you gonna purchase a plane ticket? I will purchase a plane ticket. Wouldn't you just, uh, I don't know. Pay the three dollars instead no. of I don't know, maybe the plane ticket. No, I'd yeah, rather... it seems like a three dollars uh, would make more sense than a round trip flight to fucking Fiji <laughs> or something. All right, well, you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather save the money. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, Nikki Claus, you have a fuel rod also. It's been yeah. Upsetting. Let me pop. I have That's... two because I lost one and then I found it. This is all said with a grain of salt because they haven't released that. <laughs> so far, yeah. it is free, but it Good looks. Point. Why would they change the front of the... That's a great point, Josh. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) This makes me a little mad. I mean, it's it's Disney. They money grab a lot. But uh, I I always thought they were free wherever. But I went to the Columbus, Ohio International Airport. And I learned the hard way that those are not free. So it it could be... Speculation is, is that they're either changing to a dollar amount to swap or... They're just changing the graphic on the thing, which I find hard to believe. But uh, yeah, it kind of stinks because I, I, it's just it's a nice luxury to have in the parks to just go in, swap out your fuel rods, charge up your phone for free. But uh, hey, times change, people change, fuel rods change. I'm on with the news. Yeah, it is disappointing. Um, so I mean, yeah, we're all really pretty bummed about the fuel rods, but um. That's all right. Uh, on the brighter news, we got a lot of construction stuff obviously happening around Disney World that's been going on. Uh, Nikki Class, you have some breaking news construction update. Bring it. Give breaking it to me. news, fresh off the presses. Tomorrowland sign just went under the toll plaza at Magic Kingdom. Uh, it looks nice. I mean, I, I like the direction in which Tomorrowland's going, so I like uh, I like the look of the sign so far. We'll see it. Probably be up probably, maybe probably by the end of this week, probably. Maybe tomorrow, fingers crossed. Um, moving on, construction-wise, Slinky Dog Dash, Bienvenidos a Slinky Dog Dash. 
has a new shade to its queue. Looks great. Looks great. They needed that yeah, a lot. It's big. They needed it. Um, pictures just came across my desk about the uh, remodeling of Saratoga Springs. Looks ab- absolutely fantastic. Needs uh, it. Looks really good. I'm staying there in December. I think. I don't know. Um, anyways, and then moving on wow. to pictures and videos of Cosmic Rewind. Uh, the roller coaster story coaster. I'm sorry. Uh, videos look great, so I'm excited. Yeah, if you don't know what Klaus is talking about, that is a Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind that they announced at the D23 Expo. Um, it is a new, uh, highly okay. themed thrill roller coaster that is coming to uh, Epcot in 2021. I want to say is the projected completion date if you want to learn more about that and uh be more up to date on more disney news you can follow us on twitter at the magic blitz um we appreciate everyone that follows us uh we like to think we're funny other people think we're funny um join the fam uh thanks for following everyone who follows and we even talk about universal universal hollywood horror nights yeah so um We'll take a quick trip on up I-4 to Universal to talk about uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights, their special ticketed event, uh, which is pretty much walking through uh, haunted haunted houses, haunted mazes, um, has been a success so far, I would say. it. Um, a lot of people are going. I can say that... A lot of people are liking Universal Monsters, which is Frankenstein and Dracula. A lot of people are really just, like, liking the general IPs. Yeah, the aesthetic of the entire thing. There's a lot more IPs, uh, intellectual properties in the park. Zombieland is there. Um, Universal Monsters. Jordan Peele's Us. Stranger Things. Goosebumps. uh, Ghostbusters. Um... It's nice to be able to go through familiar houses and being like, oh, I know that. And I know that last year when Stranger Things made its debut at Halloween Horror Nights, the wait times were three to four hours. They're not that because there are more houses to go to. Everyone's spread apart. And then again, it is also the middle of September that we're recording this. Obviously, come more October, it'll get busier and busier. Saturdays will be busier and busier. But, I mean... People are kind of dispersing throughout the park, going through to the different houses. Even the ones that are the, that Universal are Universal's own, like Yeti, Terror of the Yukon, or um, the a hundred or a thousand undead corpses. Like people are going These to those terrifying because yeah, people actually think they're scary and they're going to that. And then there's also the people who are just there because they want to walk through the TV show Stranger Things and they want to walk through the movie of Ghostbusters. It's really interesting. It's doing well. Um, speaking of some company that's doing extremely well, Drew, give me your take on SeaWorld announcing their new roller coaster and, more importantly, their dining package, which we have found out that the dining package for SeaWorld if you were to go for lunch and dinner every single day for 365 days, it'll cost you 16 cents per Dude, meal. They're practically paying you to eat at SeaWorld. I mean, they, that's how desperate they are. So but, It pays for itself in three visits. What do, I, <laughs> what do I have to say about that, you might ask? I'm still, that's not going to make me fucking come, SeaWorld. Ooh, that's not going to make me fucking show up. Ooh, SeaWorld. What do they? What do they serve at? Do they serve fish at SeaWorld? They do not serve say, any I, fish. I think they Mahi slice Mahi? up shamu. They slice up shamu and toss it on a plate. You eat it raw. Where he's not working. <laughs> um, it's a lot of chicken tenders and Chickens? burgers and stuff like that. SeaWorld, nothing you can do. Not this new roller coaster that literally sounds like one of those like pirate ship rides that goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> Not that. Not your fucking 16-cent dining package. Not your fucking Shamu tricks. Uh, I know what you are, SeaWorld. I see right through your bullshit. Um, and to that I say, 
No. No, thank you, SeaWorld. Uh, I will not be showing up for any of this. What Andy mentioned briefly was SeaWorld announced a new roller coaster, which will be the first roller coaster in Florida to feature a forward launch and then a backwards launch and then another forward launch and then, get this, another backwards launch. Talk about whiplash. Yeah, so, um... Doesn't sound fun. Yeah, I I don't know what you're supposed to be. I guess maybe, like, you're supposed to be a fish fighting getting caught? I don't really know. I think you're supposed to be a, a <laughs> melting iceberg. I think oh. it's, a com- it's a comment on global warming and how oh. the temperatures are plummeting backwards <laughs> and going up and down and backwards and forwards. Are you sure you're not supposed to be, like, a fish trapped in a tank or a whale trapped in a small tank going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? And realizing that you're fucking trapped. Remember when Nemo was stuck in the tank? That's exactly what this is like. Yeah. So, yeah. so Nemo lost his shit, dude. He was like, ah, I'm stuck. Yeah. Are we gonna lose our shit on this ride? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's a very interesting um thing, SeaWorld. I guess we could call it interesting. They're trying to stay relevant. Another uh. Another theme park trying to stay relevant is over right outside Tampa, Busch Gardens, Tampa. Uh, they've also announced a uh, new thrill roller coaster. I mean, Busch Gardens does thrill rides very well. That's always been their thing. The only thing is it's an hour and a half away. Um, yeah, I was going to say is that, that that's a little bit outside of our, our realm. Yes. We're, we're in uncharted territories right now. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy. Like, why, why are we talking about... Bush Gardens. <laughs> they, announced, they announced a new roller coaster. I thought it was interesting. What about um, the T Town boys? Oh, snap! But um, no, I, it's great that they're getting new rides all around. Um, everyone's obviously trying to compete with Disney in that Florida area. Um, we'll see. They have two rides coming up soon that are really going to give it everyone a run for their money. So yeah, I think it's really uh, it's going to be a fun couple of years. Just so everybody knows, so yeah. get ready. Yeah, the addition of Rise and the addition of uh, Cosmic Rewind, and then can't forget to mention Tron at Magic oh, Kingdom. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, Fuck, I, I mean, totally forgot about that one. Yeah, Disney's really on the cusp of just kind of blowing everyone out of the water. But, so um, I think that's why right now they're really making, like, big sweeping decisions because, like, this is all going to pay off in five, six, seven years down the line. When everything's open, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, wow, remember when we took all those risks? This was the payoff. Yeah. So we've come to the part of the podcast where we like to kind of all be Imagineers, since we all know none of us are really getting hired as them. Um, so we've all had this kind of Imagineer idea where instead of a fifth gate they're much smaller gates kind of like how you can go into star wars land even though it's in hollywood studios you go into star wars land you get two or three rides you get a quick service dining area you get a sit down dining area um but they're kind of dispersed throughout the disney property since they do have so much property um i guess we'll start with nikki klaus since this is one of your ideas um, this is my passion project. Yeah. yeah. What would you, maybe you talking a little bit will help. The people. Yeah. So when I think about this is that if with all the IP that Disney owns now, it's kind of hard to bring that all together in a centralized theme. Like you can do like Hollywood studios is kind of a centralized theme, but everything is so different now. <laughs> so um, it's, it's tough to bring everything together. Um, in a cohesive manner, but what you can do is what I thought is like you can take Marvel and make it like a mini, a bigger than a land, smaller than a park type thing. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be as big as Magic Kingdom, but it it, it can be a little smaller than that. So, um, cost building of the cost could probably be down a little bit. Revenue would be kind of hard to tie that in, maybe like a package or something. Um, but yeah, I think just taking these smaller IPs or bigger IPs and making it into a a little area, I think that's a, I think that's an interesting thing because they have so much land, like you said, uh, 
on the East Coast. So a lot of lot of lot of room to do things with. So yeah. All any, right. Any other inputs? Well, so going off that. All right, Drew. We have Star Wars Land. Um, we do. We can't true. have Marvel. We cannot. Now, let's say, give me one idea for a small little land uh, that you would like to see in the park if it's, like, a small Mickey's Toontown. Give me your thoughts. Um, well, one thing that I like, an idea for a land or for, for a gate that I would like to see maybe um, dispersed into this uh, land idea, like Pixar-themed land lands um i think if they did something like uh, if they brought radiator springs for uh cars if they just had the radiator springs area that they have in disneyland and just yeah put just that area as its own section yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like a and whole i, new I think i think they can like disperse like like disperse the different pixar movies throughout um not, not as a gate like throughout these little lands like if they did like monstropolis um radiator springs um zootopia obviously utopia obviously they already have toy story land um but really disperse those throughout the place i think that could be uh could be something yeah i mean that would be i would really enjoy that i know all of us would enjoy that um, yeah, yeah, ziggy yeah. quick Quick little, what would you like to see if we're going off the Pixar, little Pixar idea of little mini lands? What mini land would you like? We got Monstropolis, we got Radiator Springs. Any, any take on that? Um, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, this is a good idea for the, not only because like you know the more things like there, but gives people a place to go. As I always bring up, we know. Too many hotels, not enough room. More places to go. I love it. I would literally be down for anything. Um, we could revive Beastly Kingdom. That would give a whole new chance for that. That one's ready to go. Slap it in the oven. Easy bake. No second take. <laughs> well, that is some imaginary ideas. So uh, be at the parks in 2035 when all four of us. Who wants to be VP of... Uh, Dak, Drew, you're. Let me get Dak. Yeah, right. let me get Dak. Drew will be VP of Dak. Um, I'll be VP of uh, Studios. Um, Klaus, you're VP of Epcot. And yeah, I'll be a. No, I'll be, I'll be a... No, Magic. No, Ziggy is 100% mad. <laughs> magic. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a coordinator at. Uh, I'll be a coordinator at. Uh, at Blizzard Beach. Just Hold um, on, we're all gonna be we're all gonna be VPs, and you're just cool with being a coordinator. Yeah. No, I want to be. I won't stop till I'm at the top. Bobby, I watch your fucking back. All right. Yep. You heard it here, right here. Um, but like, not in a serious sense, because everyone's like taking threats to heart these days. <laughs> yeah. So, no. Hey, just like competitively okay, watch your back. <laughs> you said wash your back, not wash your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bobby, I. If you ever need, dub, dub, if you need someone to wash your back. Bobby Iger in the tub. <laughs> um, but that, that'll that do it for us on this week of the Magic Blitz podcast. Um, as always, follow us on our Twitter, at uh, the Magic Blitz on Twitter. We like to think we're funny, and so do other people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we are. Um, um, yeah, we don't know when the next episode will come out, but I guarantee you it will come out. Um yeah uh drew any final words yeah uh i do have some final words they are the same final words as usual no pandora slander not even a hint of it not at all not now not ever uh thank you for tuning in to another beautiful beautiful just well thought out episode of the magic Bay blitz podcast um come back next time i would say next week but we maybe <laughs> two weeks i don't know yeah, we don't. tune in next time please whenever it'll be tune in uh nikki klaus any final words people nikki klaus coming at you hey just want to thank you for tuning in tell your friends tell your family follow us on twitter we're funny we tweet gold we do. um yeah hey no 
Disney <laughs> transportation slander. Zach Coff is that. No Sorry. Disney transportation slander. I don't want to hear it. No bus slander. Hey, over and out, Nikki Class out. Peace out. All right, uh, Ziggy. Um, I don't know where to go with that. What What do you got to say? Um, thanks for the very, very enthusiastic um, exit speech. Um, you know what? It's a good. It's a good time. <laughs> All right. What? I'm speechless. That's how much. Oh, okay, good. Just, just. Just information and our community and our Twitter. Ah, we love it. Just love us back. Yeah. Um, well, thanks everyone again for joining, listening. If you are listening at this point, I'm shocked you made it this far. Um, yeah, thanks again. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on our Instagram, even though we've only posted one photo in, in a month. We still have it, though. We're trying, to build, we're trying to build our follow. Yeah. We need oh, a presence. But yeah, Twitter first, then we'll move over to Instagram. Yeah. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening, joining. Uh, we'll be back to Blitz It Up another time in the future. Probably the not-so-distant future. Um, but uh, thanks for listening. Uh, go Orlando City. Go Orlando Magic. Go O-Town Boys. Let's all do the Go Knights. Go UCF Knights. Do it all things. Steve Arco. Go Ziggy. <laughs>